Hi, welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. I hope that this podcast finds you well and that all is well. Um, As usual, it is a lot going on, but we are thankful um, to have been in the day and um, made it through the day. And... um, just in awe. So someone um, had texted me that Cicely Tyson had passed away. And so 96 years old, God bless her, God bless her life, God bless her soul is what we say. And um, just remembering her and I'm going to just take a moment of silence. There's only, like, it's it's this movie, it's this movie that keeps coming to my mind, and I can't recall the name of it, so I'm going to have to look it up, but she's in the movie, and of course, it's a a movie about colors, and um, you can't drink at the water fountain, but at the end of the movie, she gets to drink at the water fountain. And so that just, that picture just keeps coming into my mind since I've heard about it. And so I'm going to have to look it up and see what movie it was. I'm sure she has, oh my goodness, a a whole bunch of movies that I have probably never seen and movies I have seen. And so having said that, so I was on the phone with somebody and I was like, oh, you know, Cicely Tyson died. And it was like, I know. And I'm like, well, why you ain't tell me? Even though I knew at that moment. But it was like, well, I just found out 10 minutes ago. And I was like, oh, I found out like 20 minutes ago. But anyway, they had a person in their um, surrounding area or whatever. And they didn't say who died. They was like, who is that? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> they didn't say who died. You know how to be like, who died? They didn't say who died. They said, who was that? Who is Cicely Tyson? Like, how you like black and don't know who Cicely Tyson is? That's one. And two, what? So I decided I'm giving out questionnaires before I start talking to people and dating people. That is a whole, like, at your age, at your age. Because I'm sure there are young people who are not familiar with her or familiar with her work. But after, like, 30, 35, I would think that you would know who Cicely Tyson was. So then I said, well, maybe you would know who she is based on some stuff that she's done most recently, most recent with, um, within the last five or 10 years, she's been in, um, up and coming, um, producers movies. And so, you know, young movies, a different kind of genre of movies. And so maybe you would know her from there. And then I think the person like pulled up their picture and they like, Oh, I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) Get your life, get your life. But I thought that was kind of funny. I was like, listen, mm -mm. 
we got to get some criteria around here. We got to get some, um, yeah, a list going on as to do you know this, this, and this, and this? Because if you don't know this and this and this or a part of this or have any kind of idea, because I think that if you know who she is and that history, that information, those movies, you know, gives you a different look or a different um idea or a different um form of being based on what is represented by her and so that goes towards you know how you grew up and you know how you were informed about being black and being you know cultured and you know how you moved you know what I'm saying? And what was important in the character and integrity of blackness, I think. And so that was just my take on it. But I want to stop for a minute and just acknowledge her and, you know, again, and pray for her family. And, you know, because I feel like, you know, people be like, oh, well, it's 96. That's a, but it don't matter. That's still a life and it's still a soul and it's still a person. And so, you know, we all want to live out our years as God, I, Hallelujah, as God has planned for our years to be. We don't want them um, haphazardly, by mistake, by accident, or by any other means, you know, used. We want all our years, all our days, all our moments, all our seconds and minutes. In the name of Jesus, that's what we want. Um, And then, ironically, uh, this is the 28th, and I did not know that Coretta Scott King passed away in 2006 on January 30th. And so I thought that was kind of um, intriguing. And it's not like, I don't know what it means, but I just thought that was intriguing. And so um, now, and we coming up on Black History Month. And so she did get to see, you know, some history. She just was a part of some historical moments. She is a, hist- a historian in her own right. And, you know, that's the thing we think about, you know, life being better and having full and look good. My goodness, look good. Um, and irrespective of culture, black or not, wherever, you know, you just want to live your life out and you want to be whole and you want to be beautiful and you want to, you know, have added something to the people. And I guess even in your, you know, of course, in your career, um, whatever it may be. And so I believe that she has done that, was able to do that. And again, we lift up her family, praying for them. And just the process, I know even within the last year, people who have passed away, you know, outside of the um, pandemic in in reference to what has caused the um, demise or the passing or the death, you know, just not being able to properly bury them or, you know, have to limit the people who can participate or, you know, limit how um, they're doing things. And I saw an article um, last year where it talked about the morticians and stuff like that, you know, just saying that the people, they weren't really able to do the comforting thing that they normally do because of COVID. And so, you know, being mindful of that because, you know, that process of somebody leaving and transitioning 
part in, you know, preparing a burial or the cremation or however one decides or has decided to be put at rest is nothing to be taken lightly. And, you know, we have to be mindful of that. So we, we do pray, right? And again, you want to celebrate people's lives. I know um, for the church or for the Christian, and you know, they always talk about it's like a home going, right? Because we live eternally um, as we believe. So even though our physical body dies, that our spirit, our soul never dies. And that is now is going home to be with the Lord. And that's how we look at it. And again, that's why you have a lot of people who push salvation or preach salvation or talk about salvation because, you know, wanting people to be saved, your soul to be saved because we recognize that this body is going to perish. This body is going to go into the dirt. And then the resurrection is a whole nother uh, category, if you will, to um, discuss and talk about at a later date. But that's why people, you know, talk about those things, you know, whether or not you're going to be in hell or heaven and stuff like that, um, which I'm sure in the last year has become increasingly more of a topic than in previous years for many people or most groups and you're just pondering certain things and different thinking about certain things and then I see that you know too we just want to get back to living life right and and yet and still you have death that is just seems to be all around which is just bizarre and just weird and you know so we find ourselves doing a lot more praying and just being mindful. I understand there's another strand of the COVID out there. And so I see that people are, and I'm believing that it's also encouraged for us to um, double up our mask when we're going out and um, being in stores or so-and-so and interacting with people. And even when we were out, um, We've seen it. I've seen it where people have, you know, been doubling up. So I'll be doubling up on masks. And, and of course, you know, I mean, I always, it's weird because I always think about when um, HIV was just so prevalent and people talked about it and stuff like that. And, you know, and using condoms and protecting yourself and stuff like that. And so, you know, just hopefully people would be more mindful of, you know, just being more careful, right? And again, I mean, I'm always thinking about how, you know, scriptures, like we don't know when Jesus is coming back, right? We anticipate it. We expect it. We ought, we ought to be watching for him to return. But it's also, um, we don't know when we're going. And so, um, Ultimately, you want your soul to be saved and you want that eternal life. And that's predicated that you believe in that, right? And then if that's not your thing or something that floats your boat, then it's like, okay, well, you know, burial or cremation, those are things that people, you know, tend to think about. And then you got some people that it just don't matter because I'm going and, you know, you deal with it, they'll deal with it, somebody deal with it, nobody cares. And then you had a place of potter's field where those is where the people go that don't nobody know and 
don't nobody um nobody knew but they had to be able to go somewhere so i don't i don't look at these things lightly at all um i try not to really think about it too much but then you know you'll have somebody that passed away and you can't help i know for me but to think about it you can't help but to have that conversation and you know so i find myself praying and um just thanking god for another day and you know prayerfully that we get that's the thing and i saw somebody write like we start a day not knowing if we're gonna get through the entire day <laughs> right you just don't know hallelujah and, and that's why we just find ourselves in a grateful state and being thankful for the moments that we have and trying to appreciate one another i feel like we have and i've said this many a times that we have really um, devalued life. We become really angry and hostile towards life, towards the human being, towards the next person. And we become really um, nonchalant with our actions and our words. I was listening to somebody today. It was talking about compassion. And it's funny because now that I think about it, if you ever seen The Golden Child um, it's a really, really good movie. Um, in my opinion, it's a good movie because it talks about the spiritual forces that exist in the world. And, you know, a lot of times we really try to ignore it and we think it's, you know, prestige or we think it's money or we think it's poor, we think it's um, morality or whatever. But there are some spiritual components that exist in our world, to my knowledge, and, you know, from what I've experienced and seen. And so the movie was actually depicting that, and it's called The Golden Child because the um, this child possesses compassion, and so there's a negative force trying to capture compassion, and one of the lines in the movie was like, well, if this child gets contaminated, then they can actually harm the child. And then that would leave the world compassionless, if that makes sense. And so, lo and behold, they went through all of the movie. Um, the child was very meek and it was very calm and pleasant. And it was just really beautiful to see that. And... Lo and behold, um, the golden child is saved and compassion remains in the world. And so when you look at it, you think it's like, okay, mm, did compassion get contaminated? And now, you know, because it just seems to be so far removed at times. And we have to get back to a place of having compassion and having love and, you know, being mindful of life and the life next to us, you know, and I don't know what happened. I mean, oftentimes it has been for the experience that we've experienced where people have been hateful and hurtful and, you know, things that's just, you know, shysty or greedy or um, just downright just rude and disrespectful. It has been. But I am one of those people who, you know, outside of the hurt and the pain and stuff that thank God hallelujah that I've personally um 
feel healed from that it has not made me not want to be compassionate or made me not want to love or made me not want to care. You know what I'm saying? And I think I'm fortunate to be that way, you know. And again, you could call me a sucker, um, whatever. But, you know, I feel like that's the way that we are supposed to live our lives, right? Because I know, and I don't know if I said this to you guys, but I need compassion. I need love. I need mercy. So all those things that I know that I need and even that I want that I would want to render it to somebody else. I would want to give it, right? I would want to mirror that. I would want to be a reflection of that which I want. And so we have to be mindful of that. We have to be mindful to value life. We have to be mindful to, you know, care. And compassion and love and mercy and stuff does not negate when it has to be justice. It doesn't negate when it has to be you know, um, correction. It doesn't negate when it has to be reproof. That does not negate that. What it is is that it's a healthy balance and it's a um, high level of discernment when rendering these attributes towards one another. Because again, hallelujah, we need accountability. We need a checks and balance. You know, we need to be popped sometimes you know we need to be told certain things and yet still we also need to be loved and we need to be hugged and we need to be understood and so when we're mindful of that and it seems sometimes the older we get the more we need it and so you know just to be mindful of that because I feel like we've gotten to a place where it was just so hateful and so finite and so done. Like, you know, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Like, just so quick and not really having any sense of reasoning or understanding with one another. And that is, you know, really bizarre to me. And so I think about relationships that I've had and relationships that I have and you know, in the relationships that I want to have. And so, you know, just monitoring those things and, you know, going through my checks and balances and stuff like that to make sure my stuff is being, you know, allocated properly amongst my peers and amongst my business dealings and amongst my um, relationships that I have where at the end of the day when somebody looks and sees it's like okay there goes compassion there goes love there goes mercy but there's also truth and there's also ain't nobody got time for that kind of thing you know imagine my face